La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding ding dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille. Véronique Lindiou, and all the way from Cornwall. Bill Hooper. Bill Hooper, Bill Hooper, what's the weather like in Cornwall right now? Ah, today it's a little milder. It's been very cold the last few days and I was at a rugby match yesterday afternoon and in the second half I was frozen. <laughs> I sympathize. I, I really feel for you, but you know what, Bill? You know, I'm feeling more for the Oyona player who played against Bordeaux because it was snowing and it was minus three. Imagine playing under those conditions. Uh, one of the things about when you go and play it, 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 at Oyona this time of year, you're virtually guaranteed to get snow and freezing conditions. So um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's not a great place to go in, in December and January. No, but in Clermont, was, it, wasn't, it was very close to the snow as well. It was, uh, it was frozen, but no snow, fortunately. But yeah, let's talk about the Oyona against Bordeaux because, again, our man of the match, our man of the of the tries fest was again Monsieur Damien Penot. He scored another two tries, so altogether he has scored seven. I know he's he's on fire again, isn't he? Um, can't stop scoring, Monsieur um, Penot, Monsieur um, Lesse. I think they're going to call him before too long. <laughs> But, um, Yep, a good a good win there for uh, for Bordeaux Bergler. Um, your your favourite player also got on the score sheet. I know. I was about to mention that uh, Mathieu uh, Jalibert, Matt, as the intimates know him. Yes, he did score his his first try, and for a Bordeaux, you know the. Half-time was quite close. It was 13 to 17, but they woke up during the second half. Having said that, you know, they, the, the win was thanks to Louis Biel-Biari, who scored at the 77 minutes of the game. It was incredible. Yes, I saw that uh, in the paper that uh, he scored that try. Was, I think it was a set move they, they, they had planned and... Uh, He executed it really well. So, um, yeah, the young lad is uh, certainly uh, continuing to make a name for himself this yeah. season. And let's not forget, he's only 20 years old as well. And he was uh, part of the French squad uh, during the World Cup. Yeah, he certainly was. And a uh, great future ahead of him. I'm sure we'll see more of him in the Six Nations in the new year. Definitely, definitely. And for uh, Bordeaux, you know, well done to them because it was their first away victory. Yes, um, that uh, helps them sort of move up uh, a little bit more into the mid-table now. Um, so uh, hopefully they can build a good run of uh, matches uh, when the uh, top 14 resumes. Exactly. So let's talk about the game uh, between Clermont and Racing 92. We talk about the, the weather. Yes, in the start, Marcel Michelin, it was freezing as well. Yeah. Yes, I can imagine. Um, always very cold there in the in the mountains, in the uh, the volcanic region of France. Very, very chilly right in the centre of France. Um, but again, a good win, 23-18 um, against Racing. But that 
that uh, losing bonus point uh, was enough to put Racing back at the top of the table. Exactly. Let's go a bit further south. So, um, La Rochelle against Perpignan. Uh, a good win. Um, I think they scored, was it five tries against uh, Perpignan? So, um, really a, a good win in front of the home crowd that uh, lifts them a little bit further up the table. Um, keeps them in touch with the, the, the teams just uh, just above them in, 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 in the table, Clermont and Bordeaux. So, yeah, I think they'll be, they'll be well pleased with that. And, um, of course, now they're going to concentrate on uh, defending their Champions Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the score was quite tight because half-time, uh, it was 7-6. to six. So very, very close. But then the bench came to the rescue. They got uh, penalized six times during the first half, so they need to rewatch uh, their attitude while they are playing. Uh, and for La Rochelle, you, you are right, you know, first attacking bonus for, for La Rochelle, so well done to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but of course, there's still more woes for, for USAP uh, as they're still second from bottom of the table. Yes, and to go back to Clermont against Racing, I was looking at my notes, but I just found them. Um, so it was a really good game from um, Benjamin Urda Bieta. He was a really pivotal player when he was playing for Castro last um, last season. Uh, yeah, he, he certainly kicked um, he kicked the points, didn't he? Which uh, really kept um, Clermont. Uh, in a good position. So his boot and his kicking was certainly key in that game. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it took, um, you know, from, from Racing, it took a while for them to score the first try. So maybe it was something, something to do with the weather. Things. Um, I mean, the first 20 minutes of that game were decent, but I think the rest was come see, come so. But... Um, you know, yeah. the, hence the reason why the score was so, so close. Seeing, like you mentioned, are still uh, ranked number one in the top 14. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so up there, so they can start their European campaign now next week. Um, feeling good. Um, I should think they may well have rested one or two players this week, but uh, we'll see how they, they get on when they start their campaign in, in Europe. Correct, yes. So let's go even further south to uh, to re- narrate briefly the Bayonne uh, game against Montpellier, which wasn't a great day in the office for Montpellier because they lost again for the eighth time. Yeah, an- another another loss, 34-19 uh, at Bayonne. And they're still rock bottom on seven points, uh, one point behind Perpignan. So... Uh, the déclic, as they say in France, has not happened yet under Bernard Laporte. So, um, yes, it's uh, not not great down there at uh, Montpellier at, at the moment. So um, we're going to have to see how things pan out. And um, as we know, the, the president of Montpellier is not uh, the most patient of men. He's not. And it's... Incredible uh, scenario as well because 18 months ago, let's not forget, they lifted the Bouclier de Brenus. They won the uh, top 14 competition. 
Uh, yeah. It was only 18 months ago. So uh, what's happening? Obviously, you know, I mean, they lost some of the key players, such as Mercer, uh, Pollard. But having said that, you know, um, they got replaced by some good quality players, by Sam Simon, by Louis Carbonel. Uh, we've got, um, I forgot his name last week, but Carby Gizzi, you know, who play at number 10. Uh, so, you know, altogether, if you look at the, at the, um, uh, the list of the players that, are, that are currently playing for, uh, for Montpellier, you got uh, 28 existing or former international. But, uh, yeah. some of them are a bit too tired, I think. It is difficult, isn't it? You bring some new players in and it, sometimes it works straight away. Other times it takes time for the players to get used to the systems and the uh, how, how the coach wants them to play. But of course, having a change of coach as well um, is going to unsettle players. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, not, not a great place. And when you keep losing confidence evaporates very quickly. Yes, and it did show up there was a lack of discipline, for instance. You know, Darman and Chalureau got themselves, you know, two yellow cards. So, um, I mean, one yellow yeah. card each. So, yes, additional pressure when there is a change of management and coaching. It's a double, uh, double really, pressure because they... Really, mm-hmm. and, and when you, as you say, when you're playing with 14 men, that's really hard when you're struggling. Yes. And they, they did that twice as well. You probably saw the video I posted on Twitter, but the atmosphere at Bayonne, you know, with the supporters singing La Peña, which is what, well, which has become fast, you know, one of the top 14 anthem. Uh, it was absolutely magnificent. This is the 23rd successes at home for Bayonne. It's a, it's a fortress, isn't it? Jean Doguer. Stadium, uh, and when you've got a crowd such as you have at Bayonne, who get right behind the, the team, it's such a festival of rugby there. Every day, you know, every time they play, it's um, before the game, after the game, the crowd singing, marvelous. Uh, it can't help; it's got to lift the players. It really must. It's a, it's a fantastic atmosphere, and um, it's a ground I, I would very much love to go and visit um, and be there when it's really full and. You've got a great atmosphere like that. Yeah, around springtime, but even so, I'm sure the weather must be nicer <laughs> than in Oyona or in Clermont. But uh, yes, absolutely amazing. And by you find up to places because they are right now, they are ranked 10. Castres against Lyon. So it was another win for Castres. The score was 29 to 14 and Lyon is going down. So not so great. And they are ranked 12th in the top 14 right now, which is a bit surprising yeah. for them. Just above uh, Perpignan and um, uh, um, Montpellier. But obviously they've got a reasonable margin uh, at the moment from those two clubs. But yeah, it's another club that aren't doing well. Um you really would expect uh, Lyon to be uh, much higher up the table than they are at the moment, but um, again, Cass—they're up. You know, they're in third place, um, level on points with Toulon, who are second. So they—they um, they are certainly going well, and uh, they are one of one of the contenders at, um, at this part of the season. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is nice to see some of the 
smaller teams being in the top six. You know, it's quite refreshing, but uh, we're still quite a long way away. We are uh, round nine, so we still have another um, uh, 17, 17 rounds to go. But we're getting closer to the halfway points uh, after after December. And there was another game that took place with Toulon against Pau. Yes, Toulon, another a good win against Poe, who, who, were, who were you know leaders not so long ago of the top fourteen. But um, I think uh, five five tries uh, scored by Toulon. Wow! Um, Enzo Herve, the fly half, scored a couple of tries. Nice to see Gabin Villiers also uh, getting on the score sheet. Score sheet. Uh, uh, Danny Prizo and Abadi getting the, getting the try. So 36-13 against Poe. Um, good win and uh, knowing, what it, knowing what it's like down on Larade, I'm sure the uh, Toulon supporters were absolutely delighted with that with that result. You bet again. It's such a passionate crowd as well. Went there many years ago, so absolutely love the the atmosphere. And well done to uh, Enzo Hervé. Let's not forget uh, Enzo Hervé used to play for uh, Brive. He, uh, it was his his starting club from the beginning. It was very very influential and important player at Brive. Yeah, but, yeah, and he's certainly showing his um, his skill and. Uh, Potential um, in, in in top fourteen now at, uh, at Toulon, so um, good for him. Yes, and the last game that will take place for this round is tonight. Is Stade Français Paris? They like adding the the Paris now. Uh, it's I think it's a new something to do with their branding. You know, they want to position themselves as a as a Parisian club, which they are because they are based in the. Um, in Stade Jean Bouin, uh, against Toulouse. And Toulouse, Monsieur Dupont is going, is going to sit on the bench this time. Yes, yes, I uh, was reading uh, that uh, he's going to be starting in January, joining the France 7 squads for the 7s uh, programme. Um, so that, that, that will be interesting. Um, but yes, it's going to be an interesting game at Stade Jean Bois tonight. Um, you know, a win for Toulouse would see them back up uh, near the top again. They'd be up there with uh, Toulon Cast challenging Racing. So um, I'm sure they'll they'll be wanting to uh, to get a win tonight. But then so will Stade. At the moment, they're both on 23 points. So. Both sides are playing reasonably well, and um, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, maybe home, home advantage will tell. We'll have to wait and see. Mm, definitely. And the top 14 ranking at the stand as of uh, Sunday, uh, 3rd of December, is, you alluded earlier, Racing 92 is at the top with 29, uh, followed very closely by Toulon and Castres, 28 each, then Po, who went down, who was uh, at the top a few weeks ago, followed by Toulouse with 23 points and Stade Francais. Hence the reason why, you know, the game tonight is such an important one for both of them. And then mid-range of the table, we have Bordeaux and Clermont with 23 points each, followed by La Rochelle and Bayonne, 19, who climbed up this, this week. Uh, and... Um, at the bottom of the table, we've got Oyonna, 16, Lyon, 12, which is a bit surprising, Perpignan, 8, and Montpellier at 7. 
Yeah, so there we are. That's the table now as we go into the European break and uh, look forward to the uh, the matches in Europe next next week. So indeed, we'll, we'll see how we'll see which clubs are, will take the competition seriously. <laughs> So, yes, Bill, next week, there won't be any top 14 games. However, the European Champions Cup is going to start. It is, indeed. Some interesting games to look forward to. So, will we start uh, Pool 1, Round 1, where it's going to be uh, Conard Rugby against Bordeaux-Bègle on the 8th of December at 8 o'clock? That's a tough, tough place to go, isn't it? On a, um, for Bordeaux Bergler going out over to Connacht, playing there, it's um, not, it's not uh, not easy. And if the weather's really rough, it can be a a long old evening playing mm. there. You, you're gonna, you know, typical Irish rugby, um, ball up in the air, forwards all over the place. It's going to be um, a hard, a hard game, a hard place to get a result. We'll have to see, yes. And then Toulon is going to meet Exeter on the 9th of December at 1 o'clock instead. Felix Mayol, what a match to to watch. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, Exeter, of course, very much a new-look side this season with all, all the changes they've had. And uh, uh, they started reasonably well, although they, they had a bit of a, a, a defeat yesterday up at Bath. So I think home advantage will tell again for, for too long. I, I think they'll probably get um, uh, a, a bonus point win there uh, against Exeter. Mm-hmm. And then the next game, Bill, will, will take place at Stade Ernest Vallon between Stade, obviously, <laughs> Stade Toulousain against Cardiff Rugby. What do you make of that game? That's going to be an interesting game. Um, I think uh, there's been a few good contests between Toulouse and Cardiff in the past, and I, I'm sure uh, this game will be no different. But um, I think um, on current form, I would expect Toulouse to to win uh, at home and um, possibly get pick up the bonus points um, against Cardiff. But uh, we'll have to see. You never know. These opening games always throw up some interesting encounters. And... Um, teams that you think are really going to do well sometimes flatter to deceive so we'll just have to wait and see but um, yeah Toulouse Cardiff that should be a, an interesting game both both sides like to play the, play rugby there's going to be so much rugby next weekend you know we'll have we'll have rugby shaped ties towards the end of the uh, the weekend because uh, Munster is going to play against Bayonne uh, Bristol Bear against Lyon in Ashton Gate, obviously. Sale Sharks going to play against uh, Stade Francais on a Sunday. And then La Rochelle will meet with Leinster Rugby as well. And Racing 92 will play against Arlequin on 10th of December at Paris La Défense Arena. So lots of French team playing in the European Cup. Yeah, one of the big games, of course, next weekend is... La Rochelle against Leinster. Now, that is a very tasty game to look forward to. Um, I wouldn't like to say who's going to win that. Uh, on current form, 
you probably have to say Leinster, but um, you never know. It's going to be it's going to be a very tight game, I think, and uh, um, I think it's going to be a, a mammoth forward battle uh-huh. and very physical. So that is the big one for me next weekend. Yes. Likewise. Some of the news from the French top 14. There is a new arrival, <laughs> some white luck with New Zealand double champion, very, very tall guy, two meter threes, has joined the pool. Yes, uh, a very interesting uh, signing for Poe. Um, you know, they've had a really great start to the season um, and uh, are up there challenging. So, um, Sam, Sam Whitelock coming in with all his experience is um, going to be a great asset for, for the, the sexy on Paloise going forward. Definitely. And he's not the first uh, All Blacks joining Paul, uh, Section Paloise, because previously, Conrad Smith, Colin Slade and Jamie McIntosh also joined. In the past, obviously, they played for, for Paul. So uh, yeah, must be, uh, they must be enjoying the, the nice weather there in, in Paul, near, in, the, in the Pyrenees. You know? So, uh, yeah, good, um, uh, great signing you know, for, for, for Paul. So. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, ideal to get uh, somebody, as I said, of his experience coming in. And uh, I'm sure it's going to bolster the pack tremendously. Um, so we look forward to seeing how he goes. Definitely. So, Bill, here we go. So, Top 14 is going to have a little bit of a break because of the European Championship. Uh, and they will start all over again on the 22nd of December with the round 10. So, very, very exciting competition because right now the ranking is really telling some really interesting stories. It certainly is. Um, quite uh, quite tight at the top. Um, we'll have to wait and see the result of tonight's game between uh, Stade Francais and Toulouse to see who moves it up uh, into the sort of top places there. Racing, Toulon, Caspo, um, and either Toulouse or Stade Francais. There'll be, a, there'll be a bit of a gap then between those sides uh, to, to the rest of the table. So um, we'll see if they can carry on that form into the European campaign. Yes, and next week we'll be back and we'll be both wearing our European beret with many flags from the different teams. Yep, it's, well, yes, and I'm not forgetting our friends from South Africa. So. <laughs> Correct. But anyway, on, on that note, au revoir. Au revoir, à bientôt. À bientôt. La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou, 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 font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong. Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum. Tout avec lui dit boum. Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille.